You're listening to the Mountainside Kairos Podcast. Good morning there, church. You know, the first uh, thing we actually really like about a hero is that uh, they're able to keep you safe. When I was a kid, I, uh, I used to play quite a bit of hockey, like I've said before, and my dad would take me down to the rink quite a bit to skate during public skating. One time when I was about probably 12 or 13, I was skating around the rink, and uh, one of the really big guys uh, that we knew that, well, he was a little bit of an idiot. He didn't like me at all, and he was about three years older than me, weighing about probably 30 pounds heavier. He came over and he started bugging me, and I was just trying to skate, and I was going around skating, and he came up, and he just drove me to the ground on the ice, and and he kind of was just laughing. And all of a sudden, my uh, father, uh, I didn't even know that he was behind us, just came up behind this guy and slew-footed him and dropped him on the ice, and he knelt on his chest, and he was explaining to the kid that this was unacceptable. And I remember just thinking at that point, you know, my dad is is my hero. Like, he saved me, and I thought, man, that's just awesome to have him around. This is very similar to how David was expressing uh, to people around him uh, how he felt about God. Let's just turn in our Bibles at this time to Psalm uh, 145, and we'll just read down from there. It says, I will exalt you, my God, the King. I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation commends your works to another. They tell of your mighty acts. And David had really heard the stories of the history of Israel and their involvement with God. And he was able to start to experience that himself. Let's take a look in verse 5. It says, They speak of glorious splendor of your majesty, and I will meditate on your wonderful works. They will tell of the power of your awesome works, and I will proclaim your great deeds. They will celebrate your abundant goodness and joyfully sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and rich in love. The Lord is good to all. He has compassion on all that he has made. All your works praise you, Lord. Your faithful people extol you. They tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all people may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your dominion endures through all generations. You know, folks, uh, we know that our Lord is with us today, you know, for all who follow him. The cool thing is we know that our Lord Jesus, who died on the cross for us, who sacrificed for us, who the one who made us, is actually our hero that's going to rescue us. And let's turn in your Bibles to Revelation chapter 19, verse 11. It gives a description of him that's quite uh, heroic in its nature. Revelation 19, verse 11. 
It says, I saw a heaven standing open, and there before me was a white horse whose rider is called Faithful and True. And it talks about in this passage about how Jesus is the warrior who comes to rescue the believers. In Colossians 1, verses 15 and 17, if you want to turn with me there, it also gives some description of who the Son of God is, who Jesus is. This is uh, Colossians 1, verses 15 down to 17. It says, The Son of Man is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation. For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. The fact of the matter, folks, is Jesus has the power over all things. He is the one who holds all things together. If there's anyone who can keep you safe in this world and in eternity, it's Jesus Christ. One of the cool things we have in this process is when we get through this in about a year or so, we can take a look at what God has done for us. And we can explain that to the next generation, just how David had heard from previous gems about who God was and how he experienced it. And in the Psalms was expressing who God was coming, who God was to the upcoming generation. God bless there, folks. Thank you.